We would like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to elders both past and present. The Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Alex J, and with me is my gorgeous co-host Rebecca Chalwood. This is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes have taught us we have to see. And if you'd like to support us, please head to patreon.com slash the ladies guide to dude cinema. This week we are catching up, spilling tea, talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> we got so many things to yeah. talk about. We got other things we're watching yeah. that we're not going to tell you about on the main feed. You got to go over to the Patreon. It's a secret. To find out about it. We also just spoke to Seren Jayamane. Oh yeah, last week's um, if you missed that, head over. MCU Seren Jayamane. Okay, we got all the <laughs> gossip from Thor Love and Thunder that did not break his NDA, but good <laughs> gossip nonetheless. <laughs> How are you, my love? I am, look, I'm okay. I'm okay. all right. Um, we both have watched this week's movie this morning. This morning! <laughs> and look. It's a Monday morning. Can't think of a more interesting way to start a week, to be honest. One of the few sunny days we've had in Sydney. I know! And it had to close my blinds. Because <laughs> I had the reflection of the fucking sunlight. Oh, my God. On this dark, dark movie. And watch a two-hour film. Oh my God, did you get your brows laminated? I did. They look great. Thank you. It was like a week ago, but I've get, I'm getting better at styling them. <laughs> it's a whole process. It's a whole fucking process. <laughs> but thank you. So that's something good. Okay, yeah. <laughs> sure. How, how are you? I got my brows laminated again. Nice. Um, I need to do it more often. I do it like once every three months, but that's not enough. That's, I mean, it's like. But who has lamination money? Sometimes they cost like $50. This costs $90. What the fuck? And she's like, every six weeks. Like, Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? In this economy? What kind of, do you think a brow lamination grows on trees? Does she know that you're a comedian? No. Okay, because sometimes when they know that you're in entertainment, yeah. they like to be like, come back every two weeks. Oh, uh, okay. Because my hairdresser all of a sudden was like, we should do a treatment. We should do a hair. Not my old hairdresser, my oh, new thank hairdresser. God. Or the one that I'm trialing. Look, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a process. But It's be like, like finding a new therapist is the same as finding a new hairdresser. It's trial and, trial and error for sure. Yeah, all of a sudden they want me to get the conditioner, the treatment, the mm-hmm. like Opalex, the fucking oh, yes. $80 dry shampoo. We live in Sydney. That's disgusting. The humidity is insane. That's absolutely disgusting. I don't anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, before we get into oh, the movie. Can you ask me how I am this oh week? Oh, my God. I'm so fucking sorry. Oh, how no, are you no, this no. week? I'm more than happy to skip it. I just no. wanted to uh, acknowledge that I am coming off a cold. That's why last week I sounded so nasally. And then that means this week, as historically correct with my fucking immune system, I now have a cold sore. Oh, for Always get a cold sake. sore at the end of a cold. It's just nice little, little cherry on top of a really crappy week. So uh, for this week's video, I am going to try and very carefully place the microphone right in front of my mouth. <laughs> like, I, I wish you could see Alex is trying to move the mic up and it keeps just falling down. down. So I have it's... very good posture today. <laughs> the old Beck Charwood posture, as they call it. But hey, your eyebrows are so great. They are pulling focus from the cold so <laughs> Maybe that's why I put more effort into my eyebrows today. <laughs> Well, it's working. The things we do. <laughs> anyway. Really going through it. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you with no, my selfishness. No, I really didn't ask how you were, which happens too often That's on this podcast. Shut the fuck it's up. the same format. <laughs> 
for three years now. <laughs> almost four. You know, sometimes we've been doing this for out. almost four years, and sometimes I get lost in where we are in the episode. I'm like it should be second nature by now. Yeah, we've just accrued so much information. It's yeah. busy. It's, it's busy, busy in there. Out there. <laughs> Anyway, I would also like to ask, mm. what have you watched this week? Uh, yes, I have prepared something for this. <gasps> so I'm doing a rewatch. It just felt like another rewatch of a, a great show. So comfortable, nothing surprising you or getting too anxious. And I've decided to rewatch Veep. <gasps> have you seen? Oh my God, I haven't seen, uh, but I adore. It is fucking incredible. It just gets better and better with age. Like, or maybe I'm understanding it more as I age, but I don't know. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. And I just can't recommend Veep as a rewatch enough. Like, it's so busy and hectic. There's so much going on. But because there is so much going on and it's about politics, you can just kind of zone out and not really miss too much going. Right. Like it weirdly can be a background watch. Yeah. Just like the commotion and the voices and the the spitting fire kind of like one-liners and shit. It's easy to follow if you're not actually following along with the like minutiae of the ins and outs of the politics that they're going oh. through. So I can't recommend Veep enough. Kind of like real politics and bureaucracy. There's a lot of talk, a yep. lot of talk, but very few things actually. Actually, happen. yeah, and it does describe my my relationship with real life politics. <laughs> Background: Don't really know what's going on, but yeah. I'll jump in for the main bits. Yeah, there's a rally or something. <laughs> So, um, yeah, and I just fucking I love Julia Louis Dreyfus so much. She's just one of the best like I'm... female actors in the world in history. Can I be real? I wanted to say at the start I love Julia Louis-Dreyfus, mm-hmm. but I always fuck up either the Louis or the, or the Dreyfus. Dreyfus yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I remember it, I was so embarrassed in a conversation where I was like, oh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. <laughs> in a group of comedians that was just like, you dumb fuck. <laughs> well, it is a safe space here. You can say Louis-Dreyfus, you can say louise Dreyfus. The Seinfeld lady. Seinfeld, Elaine Bennis. I get Seinfeld lady. Yes. Seinfeld lady. Seinfelds. Oh, my God. As if my mum was naming the show. Um, <laughs> and I also recently heard for any Succession fans something very exciting. Apparently, Julia is going to be making a cameo <gasps> appearance in the next season of Succession, similar to the role that she plays in Veep. So she's going to be apparently in the Connor Roy story, which is one of the um, Roy children who is trying to run for president. Uh, so apparently she's going to come on as like a poli- political advisor or something, but fuck, I'm so excited for that. Hell yes. So that's all my things. What have you watched this week, my love? Okay, I have watched two things. Mm-hmm. One that I will talk at length on our Patreon episode this week. Okay. Because I don't want to put negative energy into the podcast. Ooh, okay. Um, but I did watch a Sofia Coppola movie. Ooh. I'm not going to say which one. you got to go to the Patreon to find out. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, I can't yeah. wait for the Patreon. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Um, But I also watched this series, Dave. Have you heard of this with the rapper? What about the rapper? Yeah, Yeah. Lil Dicky. Okay, I have heard of it. I haven't seen any of it. It's wonderful. Really? It's like, it's really, it's just so interesting of a show. Like, creatively, they've got like a really great handle on like the cinematography, the flow, the tone of it and everything. The script writing is Mm -hmm. so like... It's hilarious, but it's also, like, rhythmic. Like, a lot of scenes feel like a song. A rap song? Yes. (gasps) Okay, that's cool. So it's really great. I banged through uh, both seasons. There's two seasons out, 10 episodes each, and also, like, 25 minutes an episode. I love that. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. So, so funny. Um, And also, like, it really made me think about my relationship with creativity and narcissism and all those kind of things. And it's, it's... 
I love it. I love Ooh, it. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I'd like to watch that. Yeah, I think a lot of comics would really fucking yeah. vibe with it. Okay. That's right. great. I'm I'm loving that. It's my recommendation. And just quickly before we start, nice people say nice things. Uh, we got an email from Shona, Cinemate Shona, and I really wanted to shout this out because she is just lovely. She says, hey, Beck and Alex, loving the podcast and just Hi. listened to Basic Instinct episode where you're talking about keep sweet, pray, and obey and the overall shit stuff happening in the world right now and thought you might need a serotonin boost. I absolutely do. <laughs> she said the Baymax miniseries was just added to Disney Plus and it is the most wholesome content I have ever watched. It made me feel so warm inside. No stakes, no sexist men, just a lovable robot helping people around the city and it's actually very funny. Would love to know what you think. Oh my god, that, that is exactly what I need. Thank I you so much, Shona. love that. <laughs> oh, yeah, send in, your recommend, send in your serotonin recommendations. Actually, yeah. We're, we're going to open our DMs and emails up to what have you watched this week? What yeah. do you recommend? Yes, absolutely right in. Oh my god, please. Yes, but Shall we talk about the movie that has brought us here today? <laughs> we fucking better. We, we fucking sp- better. I spent a fucking morning on it. Oh, my God. I could have done Sun some yoga, shining, Pilates. Chirping. Oh, all okay. right. So this movie that we are doing today is called The Grey Man. Now, this was recently requested, wasn't it? Yes, by Kylie on Instagram. Uh, Kylie said, gotta do The Grey Man. Currently new on Netflix. It's really duty, but actually good. Well, I enjoyed it anyway, unexpectedly. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, look, Kylie, thank you so much for writing in and for your recommendation. I'm glad you enjoyed that's it. As much as, <laughs> that's as much thanks as you're going to get from me. I'm kidding. I love you. Thank you so much. No, I'm so glad that this was requested. Yeah, right. Okay. Because I immediately saw it on Netflix and I was just kind of like, it like lit up red notice warning signs. I was like, this. Me too. Feels Out of my mouth. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So what did you know or expect this film to be before watching it apart from Red Notice too. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that Ryan Reynolds was going to be – not Ryan Reynolds. Oh, my God, it's already That's started. Red Notice. <laughs> it's already started. Get ready for that to happen across the board. Um, so Ryan Gosling was in it. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans was in it with the weirdest moustache I've ever fucking seen. Don't like this, Chris Evans. I don't so like this. Delete that. Oh, my God. Uh, and I only knew that Anna de Armas was in it beforehand because she is, like, the main artwork oh, okay. in, on Netflix at the moment. It's her face all okay. over it. And that Fair is, enough. She's got a beautiful face. She's stunning lady. Mm. And that is all I knew. What about you? I, I just knew there was a bit – there was a lot of um, discourse around this film on oh. Twitter recently. And look, when I said that, I said that exact sentence to Luke yesterday when we decided to do Grey Man. Yes. Like, I'm going to do Grey Man. I don't know if it's good or not, but there is, has been a lot of discourse on Twitter. Yeah. He made fun of me for using the word discourse. Okay. I think I'm a film bro now. I don't know what's going on. You've had a movie <laughs> podcast for four years. You're allowed to use the word discourse. Am I? Thank you. I don't know, but I don't want to be that guy. It's so hard. <laughs> hey, I have become that guy as yeah. we've found out a lot recently. <laughs> So it's only fair that you join me so I feel less guilty about it. Thank you. It's weird over here, but at least we're not alone. Um, And so, yes, all I knew was that people were talking about it on Twitter about how bad it was or Mm. how it didn't meet any expectations. So I was prepped for that going into it. Mm. That's all I'll say about that. Okay. Shall we jump in? Let's go. What do you know about the Sierra program? Reckless mystery men you guys send in when you can't officially send anyone else. The gray man. 
Lloyd. They got an urgent locate and destroy. That could be fun. The man's got some street cred. When the CIA's most skilled mercenary, known as Court Gentry? Who the fuck is Court Gentry? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, AKA, AKA Sierra Six. Sorry, I should have finished the sentence. Okay, but, like, anyway. Sorry, Court yeah. Gentry? Uh, what a name. a very name. good start to what this movie is, yes. <laughs> so, AKA Sierra Six accidentally uncovers dark agency secrets. He becomes a primary target, is hunted around the world by a psychopathic former colleague, Lloyd Hansen, and international assassins. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. I guess. I, w- I mean, you could have shaved off an hour of this movie and that was still <sighs> the story. Yeah, this is a two-hour <laughs> and ten-minute movie. Oh, my God. Okay, if you haven't seen it, I don't know how to describe this movie to you. I, yeah, I'm glad. I... It's it's a very I wrote this down. Look, it's a colorful movie mm. about cool fight scenes. Yeah, set to cool music. Yeah, with no storyline. Yeah, that is the Gray Man. Yeah, this is what I like to call. I've decided I like to call a paycheck movie <laughs> for everyone involved. What is a paycheck? So elaborate. People just doing a, a movie for a paycheck. No interest artistically. Not married to anything. No emotional investment in the project. I think for everyone involved in this movie, except maybe the writers and the director, this was just a paycheck movie. Okay. I feel so the same. It's crazy. Overall, yeah, beautifully made movie. High quality, amazing action scenes, stunts. Insanely high quality. Yeah. Like if you just love like stunts and shit, great. Performances, good. As as much as they can. (laughs) I would say above average. Yeah, yeah. What pissed me off about this movie is similar to Red Notice. This was shot in 2021 of the pandemic. Okay. And it is in international location after international location. Yeah. And I'm like, so while everyone else is fucking trapped inside, mm-hmm. where we're all fucking suffering, mm-hmm. you guys went and made a movie in the mo- with the most amount of travel, the mm. most amount of international locations, and made millions of dollars. Yep. Like... That's cool. It's like, of course, movies have got to be made, whatever. But I'm just like, it. it's really fucking shits me. It really pisses me off to yeah. see that this mo- same as Red Notice. It's basically the same movie as Red Notice. It fucking really is. Yeah. I- Without the attempt of comedy. <laughs> yeah, thank God, because that would, I think that it would have, it would have just been even worse if they had attempted comedy in this film. If they had tried to make it like a lighthearted heist. Yeah. Like Red, ugh. It's, <laughs> I was going to ask you, how did you happen to know that they were in many different international locations? Oh, that's because they spend half <laughs> the movie just with title cards. Oh half of the fucking God. movie is just title card graphics of the different locations they're yeah. at. It's like Turkey, Croatia. Milano. Yeah, fucking Italy, Spain. I'm just like, okay. This didn't need to happen in as many as locations as no. you've shot. I, like that was more that made it more confusing. Mm. So I'm like, okay, we're in a different like, okay, I guess this is really important that we're in Turkey now. Yeah. It makes no difference. No, we're just in some guy's apartment. Yeah. It's like this could be in any fucking city. Well, because yeah. the windows have colourful glass. We're like, oh, this is Turkey. It must be Italy because of the cathedrals and stuff. They could have shaved off an hour just by 
deleting the title cards. Absolutely. If this was a 90-minute movie, I think yeah. it would be so much more palatable. Yeah. So, okay, I think I know the answer, but did you like this movie? Maybe if I had watched it in the evening, mm-hmm. I would have appreciated it more. Yeah, maybe. But being taunted by the sunshine outside. <laughs> and getting those birds chirping. Oh, my God. I did not like it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, again, if I watched it at night, I'd watched it in my own time. I had come to it, I think, on my own. I would have enjoyed it. I don't think yeah. I would have loved it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, not a not not a fan of this one. How did you feel about it? I don't even know if we would have enjoyed it if all the circumstances were right, though. Like, I know this is really fresh. I don't often watch the movie on the day that we record, so I haven't mm. properly had a lot of time to sit back, but I'm a freelancer now, so, like, yeah. I do shit at my own leisure. Welcome. You know, I work by my own schedule, and that schedule is watching a movie at 8 a.m. Yes. on a Monday morning, so fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't, I don't know if we even would enjoy it if it was under the right circumstances because this was just such a nothing movie for mm. me. Like I said, the storyline was barely there. It was so boring and just hacky. It's just like international assassin gets something that the bad guys want so then there's a race around the world trying Mm. to catch him. That is literally it. And there's a kid in peril just to, I guess, try and up the stakes. Oh my God. But that's okay. it. That is literally the whole. He's got an amulet that he got from a bad guy. The other bad guys want it. They chase him around the world for it. That yeah. is it. That's the entire storyline. So, like, and for a movie that is so beautiful, there obviously the budget was huge mm. because, like you said, it's shot gorgeously. Like, it looks amazing. Every fight sequence is like immaculate, like really cool, but there's just nothing storyline wise behind it. Mm. So, I don't even know, even if I had like a couple of wines, I think I still would get really fucking bored. You know what? I think I agree. I think the reason that I'm trying to defend it a little bit is I know that Kylie, you really liked it, and I'm trying not to make you feel bad for liking it. Kylie, we love you, and we do not hold this against you, and don't hold it against us that we didn't. Yeah. That's the premise. Everyone can Mm. like what they like. We can all like different things. Is a couple of moments that I really did enjoy, and we'll get to them later. So Yeah, we'll finish it on a a nice note. Okay. Um. (laughs) Can I tell you another major problem I had with this movie? Yeah. Is there was, okay, (laughs) there was Tarantino aspects to it, Mm -hmm. but done badly. Oh, dear. Okay. So- I don't know what their budget was for music licensing on this. Yeah. But I think they could have pumped a little bit more into it. But considering how heavily they lent on the music being the cool aspect of it, because yes. they did that. Sorry, you go. This probably what no, you're no, about no, to no, say. no. We're, we're riding the wave together. <laughs> so, because they had this, the record, the vintage records replaying is like a big thing. I was like, this is exactly yeah. what a Tarantino movie is. Is like using retro vintage, like sixties and seventies yeah. songs in a fight scene to make it cooler. Yeah, a la Stuck in the Middle with You, Reservoir Dogs, yeah. Yeah, but they've done this with songs that aren't cool and unrecognisable. I didn't recognise them, yeah. That's exactly how I felt like they were trying to lean on that as like the really cool set piece of the movie. Again, Mm. set piece. Who the fuck do I think I am? (laughs) Hey, you're allowed to say it. There's discourse around it. Yeah. Um, Like, it's like they lent on the cool song playing during the gruesome violence scene yeah. so much. Like, every time there was a fight scene, there was, like, some poppy, upbeat song. But you're right, they're not recognisable, so I wasn't connecting with it at all. Yeah. 
Yeah. It didn't get me hot. Particularly this Silver Bird song that they kept using. Mm. I was like, this is not catchy. This is too slow for an action scene. Yeah. Like, Like at the end when he's like, play this and turn it loud. So it's like, okay, well, it's so that she, it's masking the kid from hearing all the gunshots and stuff from outside. But it's just this really slow song. I feel like if you're going to get her to drown out death with music, it's got to be something a bit more upbeat and maybe a few more drums in there. Yeah. It's just this like slow melodical song barely covering the sound of the gunfire. Mm. Yeah. I couldn't tell if this movie wanted to be like really serious Mm. or if it wanted like to be kind of like Red Notice or even like a Marvel movie of like. Yeah, I mean, (sighs) I don't don't think it knows Mm. what it wanted to be. This feels like they just pumped it out really quickly. Yeah. Despite how great the cinematography is. Mm. Just the actual script I feel like they pumped out. Like I – there was no making us care about the characters. There was no, like, we learn a bit of backstory at the end of the film about yeah. Ryan Gosling's character, like, with his dad and stuff. Like, pop mm. that at the front so that we know his backstory and why he's fucked up and stuff. Yeah. Like, it was just really weird. Like, I just didn't give a shit about anyone. Yeah, similar to Quentin Tarantino. It yeah. was not in, what is the word? Uh, linear story, non-linear it, storytelling. It was a non- non-linear storytelling, but it took any heart or soul out of it because I was yeah. like, they were like, here's this girl you have to care about and I'm like who the fuck is that and then like well here's why you have to care about her but you didn't know that and I'm like why are you bullying me (laughs) but also we're gonna make her a bit annoying so it's gonna be hard to care for her oh my god okay I'm so shall we talk about the girl okay so we will get get to the main cast later this poor girl Mm. did you recognize her from no anything did you well it's funny that we mentioned quentin tarantino because she's in once upon a time in hollywood she's the little actor girl yes oh okay all right yes who also plays she's getting yeah she's getting some roles she's doing some things yeah probably see more of her okay her name is like julia butter or something but her last name is butter and i kind of love that that's really cool (laughs) that's adorable yeah (laughs) Okay. Um, yes. So she has history with boy movies. Boy movies. Uh, this movie was so clearly written by a man. It is upsetting. Yep. <laughs> uh, they needed to talk to one little girl or like just just have a, just have a quick chat and be like, oh, okay, that's how you talk. All right, guys, we've got to rewrite the entire thing. <laughs> yeah. Because the way they have her talk, mm. she's talking like an adult. Yeah. She's like quipping and witty and Yeah, and wisecracking. Wisecracking. She's like the Ryan Reynolds of the film. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, this makes she's like a poor girl who's lost her whole family and has a serious heart condition. Yeah. Like she's a pacemaker in. Yeah. Like you uh, my also huge problem with it is she had so many manic pixie dream girl traits oh. and i was like she is meant to be essentially family to this man oh and shit. she the whole like uh she has a traumatized past she's like whole, got this whole fucked up family mm-hmm. she listens to like cool vintage music not like other girls her age yeah like and she's yeah she's a wise she can wisecrack with the best of them kind yeah of thing. yeah yeah and she like but puts she's him like in his twelve. Place. Yeah, <laughs> don't manic pixie dream girl children. Yeah, stop it. Yeah, it, that Dudes. really bothered me. Yeah, because also they weren't clear with where time was jumping. Because when they jumped back, it was like, oh, he's meeting her when she's young, and I'm like, I 
was on the edge of my seat stressed being like, I pray they are <gasps> not going to introduce her when she's older and there's a romantic And then they hook line. up. Absolutely not, please. I was so stressed for that. Oh, because God. It, it wasn't clear where we were going to end up time-wise. Mm. And I was like, are we going to end up there? Please don't end up there. I was not watching it non non-linearly. I just kind of decided <laughs> to just ignore the three weeks before, ten years earlier that. And I was just like, I'm just gonna watch it as though this is in <laughs> chronological order and I'll just let it like happen to me. Cause I just got lost. Mm. I just got really lost. Yeah. All right. Shall we go through main cast then? Yes. Ryan himself. I yeah. do love to see a Ryan Gosling. Doesn't hurt. I do love to look at him. Yeah. I, I love him. Love him. Great. I am frustrated because I know he's in the Barbie movie. Yeah. And I'm like, I just just get to that. Just do that. D- don't waste my time. What was I, this for? I need to sh- shut it all down. <laughs> Whatever he's got coming out, yeah. don't bother me with it. No. I don't want to. I just want to see him as Ken. Please. Did you see that they had a little, they had a Barbie reference in this film? What? Okay. Excuse me? At one point, Chris Evans said, like, because the Ryan Gosling's character has had, he's put a hit out on him and he says, extra 10 million to whoever can put a bullet in this Ken doll's brain. Hey. A cross promotion there, perhaps? But we already knew. We've already, we already seen knew. 9 million yeah. photos in the set of the Barbie movie. Seen the movie via BTS shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of him in this film? He was good. I mean, his character had, like, no real depth. Or, and I know that they were like, you traumatized past. But I was like, well, tell me that beforehand. Yeah, I just don't care. Like, they just, for a movie that's two hours and ten minutes long, they fucking skipped over so much that other better movies would focus on. Yeah. Yeah, you have to make me care. This is like, I can just hear uh, Greta Lee Jackson, who's another comedian, I, her review, like, I'll never forget when she was reviewing someone's script mm-hmm. and she was like, just, just make me care. Mm-hmm. Make me fucking care about these people. Right? Or, like, all the action, the great story you want, just make me care about them. Because you can't, yeah, that's a that's the perfect way to describe this film. Like, great action sequences, very cool everything visually, but there is just no heart or soul in the script mm. whatsoever. It's yeah. just so hacky and boring. Mm, this real surface level. Yeah. Of like traumatized people. They kill people. Yeah. I'm like, no, they don't <laughs> People hurt people. Sometimes they don't actually. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they, you know, turn out to be really good people and work yeah. on themselves. <laughs> so yeah, I think I, I think he did fine it, with what he was given. Mm. I mean, he's Ryan Gosling. He's funny. Like there were a few little lines where he like doing the like rock symbol tour and to yeah. the kid. All these little moments I'm like <laughs> – Look at me, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if we hung out? <laughs> yeah. I just don't think there was more to it than that. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Evans. What did we think? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That needs, I, you, the Alex's face was... Like I just like farted in the studio. <laughs> That's you what Chris Evans in this movie is. So upset. <laughs> the, what they've done to Chris Evans in this movie is as though they farted in the studio. That's my. That's what they had to put that Chris fucked Evans. mustache on was to cover up the smell. What did you think of Chris Evans in this? Movie? I was I because <laughs> this is the thing. Him and Ryan Gosling are so similar. They're both, like, hot blonde yeah. men in yeah. their, like, late 
30s to early 40s. I feel like silhouettes, exactly the same, like same height, exactly. Yeah, they had the same haircut for a lot of this. Like it was almost like they had to put the mustache on so you could tell who was who. Like at that point where he's like, he realises that him and Chris Evans' character wear the same size shoes so he can steal his shoes. I'm like, well, of course you do. You're the same guy. Yeah. (laughs) Plus you can just wear his entire outfit and it would be like, oh, there's Chris Evans. Yeah. Uh, So – I, and then they tried to make him like the bad guy, and I was like, "But he looks too classically handsome." Yeah, like you need him to also say like more fucked up things than what he's saying. Yeah, because right now it's just like, yeah, he's a very entitled man. He's a fucking ten. He's worked in the secret service. Mm. Like he's very good at what he does. He's if anything, quite confident walking around with that mustache. So if that yeah. tells you anything, yeah, this man is arrogant. Yeah, I don't know if he was like psychopathic, like they've described him in the yeah, description. Yeah, that that popped out to me in that synopsis you read psychopath I don't think he's if they've meant him to be psychopathic they haven't written that very well yeah that's what I mean like everything's just boring it's just so basic yeah his villain character is so fucking basic yeah the only line that kind of like stuck out to me as like a little bit evil is when there's like the big fight scene at the end in the fountain. Mm-hmm. And he says something, he's like, I'm going to go home now, find the most desperate girl who's, like, ugly to fuck and then head on home. <laughs> oh, I missed that. <laughs> oh, my God. And my only thought was, like, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if you're going to show it. this scene in the movie, but I'll do it. <laughs> you guys still recruiting? Or? Yeah, he's not evil enough for me to hate him. No, like- he's not. I didn't hate. That's the thing. <laughs> I didn't care about the good guys. I didn't hate the bad guys. Yeah, and I didn't really understand why anyone was doing anything. Yeah, so true. I was like, I'll still, I'll, I'll, still, I'll smash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just, um, are you sweating? <laughs> I just, I'm just frustrated with this film. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I didn't like the preppiness that they gave him aesthetically. The yeah. The bo- boat shoes, like, without socks. The, the polo pants. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't, I don't know, I know they were trying to make him look, like, rich and, like you said, entitled, but it just didn't, didn't come across as evil to me. Mm. It was a little bit too goofy. <laughs> it was goofy. Yeah. I was like, this isn't his final look. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's on his way. He's almost got it. He's this so, is not. so close. Yeah. So close, guys. <laughs> There were just so many, like, I just, I think basically, like, overall how I feel about this film is just have we run out of new, unique storyline ideas in in Hollywood? Like, right. have we run out? Because this is just so basic heist, like I said before, heist movie, someone's after someone and they race around the world looking for them. There was yeah. nothing unique or new in this. The mm. only thing maybe was the whole pacemaker storyline. And how they kind of briefly used it to find out where she was because yeah. they have location like geo tracking on the pacemaker, which I don't think is true at all. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> it's like that's an invasion of privacy. But they massively. yeah totally. <laughs> but they brushed through that story that point really quickly. It was only like used once so they could find out where she was. Like if they'd used that aspect more, delved more into the coolness and uniqueness of that. But there was just nothing new in this film. Yeah. At all, like nothing in this except mm. how many people killed themselves for the good of it, of yeah. the mission, basically. Because you know yeah. that old that older lady, yeah, she killed herself. She killed herself. Billy Bob Thornton's in this as well, by the yeah. way, and 
also killed himself, like like sacrificed himself for the. I'm like, yeah. guys, I don't feel like the stakes are that high. I'm like, yeah, what is the core? Like, what is the issue? Mm. Like, there's just one bad guy who's done bad things. You've just got to out him. Yeah, just you just got to catch him. Yeah, it's not like there's like if there was like oh thousands of people will die. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you don't something different, do that. Like they mentioned at one point, there was like there was a lot of collateral, and I was like. Give me body numbers. Tell us about the collateral. Like, yeah. say, yeah. oh, well, there's this much, and there'll be more later. Like, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> um, okay, can we? Oh, they also had um, Bridgerton season one guy in there. Oh, I haven't seen Bridgerton. Oh, okay. The evil, the evil guy. Oh, okay. the evil, evil guy. Not Chris Evans, the evil guy. The evil, the evil other guy. guy. Okay. Wait, which one was he? <laughs> He's like the um, uh, the main one with the other lady <laughs> yeah the guy oh fuck who even was he he's like the know. dark guy with the curly hair yeah yeah and at the end he's in it throughout most of it yeah there's like seven double he's crosses. the one that hired chris evans yes which i only learned right at the end yeah <laughs> through some very quick exposition <laughs> but yeah he was in it and i was like that's cool to see him sure yeah not in a horny period drama that's okay. nice that's nice <laughs> i str- i feel like we struggled because it felt like they kind of started halfway through a movie. Yeah. Or it's the sequel. Yeah. You know, like because of without without any backstory to any of the characters. I feel mm. like, yeah, we came in like halfway through a movie. That's kind of where I think a lot of my confusion fell. Mm. Should we talk about things that we like? Oh, I would. Can we talk about Anna de Armas? Oh, Anna de Armas, of Sorry. course. We have to talk about the female characters in this movie. That's true. That were clearly so well written in, in. So well written. And not an afterthought. Absolutely not. Clearly, it, definitely what didn't happen mm. is that they came to a studio with a script mm. and they said, that is like so cool, but you've literally written an entirely male cast except for one little girl. And they're like, yeah, that's normal. Isn't that normal yeah. for action films? They're like, no, 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 sorry, we're in 2022 now. We expect more. Yeah. They're like, what if we change one of the leads to a woman? So at least, you know, it's like discernible between Chris mm-hmm. Evans and Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. And they were like, shut up. <laughs> You're dumb. Mm-hmm. We made the Marvel movies. We know how to incorporate women into a fucking script. Look at Black Widow. She was in nearly every movie. Oh my god, this is su- this is such MCU vibes. It's well, it's directed by the Russo brothers. So what the it's written by one of them, directed by the other. So okay, this is where this whole vibe is coming from. Because like literally, you know when he fell out of the plane, yeah, and he just suddenly managed to be able to fly. <laughs> Just yeah, put without his arms a parachute. Out. Oh my god! That I literally wrote: Is he Iron Man? Is this yeah. an MCU movie? That felt like because he did the whole like that that thing that they do in superhero movies where he goes like this, and then yeah. he goes really quick, and then he goes like this, and like can yeah. No, he's falling. This is he's a human. This is set in reality. There is no superpowers here. What are you guys yeah. doing? He's wearing an Adidas tracksuit. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Anna, she. Beautiful, of course, as always. As always. Um, to be Marilyn Monroe in... Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, the new movie coming out. Ooh. Um, look, I'm glad that she's getting a bunch of roles. She's a good actress. Mm. Uh, she was such a set piece in this. Yeah. It really fucking pissed me off. Like, this whole movie could have happened without her. They gave her no purpose. They gave her no good lines. They gave her, like, the multiple times where she's like, I have the shot i can just do this mm. and they were like he was like no Mm-mm. fuck off Shh. 
I'll do it the hard way <laughs> that way more people die in. It's way more dangerous. Yeah, so true. The only like thing that lit- I watched it this morning and the only thing I can remember of her is the whole like the conversation around throwing the gun, whether it should be loaded or unloaded. Yeah. That little thing. That's the only thing I can remember out of this entire two-hour ten movie Yeah, of her character. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you gave her an unloaded gun because why? Because you don't trust her? Because you don't think she's good at her job? Like what was – was- the implication. It was like, I don't care. You yeah. know, like, I was just watching, like, oh, this is funny. It's like a little tit a tat back and forth, but I just don't care. Yeah. And I like, are like- you guys setting up a romantic thing between them? And yeah. then that never happened. No. Yeah. Because he's in love with the little girl. He's in love with the little girl. <laughs> Clearly. Ah. <laughs> uh. uh. I almost like in that gun scene, throwing scene, I was like, you, you just leaving out the line of him. Like, why didn't you throw me the gun? He'd be like, because you're a girl. Yeah. Like if they had said that, I'd be like, that absolutely tracks with everything that's happened so far in if this they'd movie. If they said that, I would respect this movie more. I'd yeah. be like, that's the unique point of difference then to yeah. every, you guys are just being, you were aware of the sexism in this action movie. Yeah. <laughs> well done. <sighs> <laughs> I'm just looking through my notes. Just a silly point. I just don't know what this fucking movie is. Do you remember the bit where he's trying to torture Billy Bob Thorne to just twist his ears a bit? (laughs) He goes from pulling out his nails to just be like. I was just like, it's just that movie where you're like, what is happening? You really- what is that meant to be? I feel like a lot of scenes in this were improved. Oh, my God. Probably. Just like a lot of like the back and yeah. forth and stuff is like, you can't kill me. I'm already dead. <laughs> I'm like, what? I was like, take it again. Like explore the scene a little bit deeper. This feels yeah. like a lot of this was a first take on some improv. Yes. Yeah. I feel, yeah. Get into, explore anything more mm. in this movie. Really? Yeah. Because then there was another lady, the one who ends up shooting Chris Evans at the end. Oh, my God. The fuck was she? I don't know. Yeah. What was her motivation? Yeah. She was just mad at Chris Evans for, for fucking everything up. But it's just she was a set piece too. Yeah, again, it, that could have been played by Bridgerton season one guy. Sure. Like, mm. like, or you could have made his role a woman and then mm. it just like, yeah, it really pissed me off how. Yeah, you're yeah. So right. Ornamental women in mm. these movies. Yeah. Also, when Anna de Armas has also just been in the new Bond movie oh, and yeah. proven herself very capable of being in an action being movie cool. and yeah. holding her own. Like, that's why I think it's just a paycheck movie. Mm. It's just a paycheck for her, paycheck for Gosling while he's waiting for Barbie movie to come, come out. out. <laughs> like, we're all waiting <laughs> yeah. patiently. <laughs> and, like, I just don't know, like, what do you think they're. Like, Whatever it was, it never came across. What do you think their purpose was for Ryan Gosling? Like, because, like, what I was thinking this morning is, like, there's not even any competence porn in this. Like, is he – he's not even a John Wick type where, like, he's really yeah. good at assassinating or he's not even die – like, John McClane where he's brave but a bit of a, an idiot and yeah. gets stuff wrong. He's just, like, boringly right down the middle. Yeah. It, again, it wasn't, like, authentically written as well. Also, it threw me off at the start even with his character because they were like, <laughs> again, they needed to look at the years of this and be like, <laughs> how is any of this plausible? Did they, they storyboard this chronological thing? Like, yeah. Because it it's like they're like, uh, what is it, gen- what is it court gentry? <laughs> as you said that, as you read that out in your synopsis, I was like, oh, I think I watched the wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, me too. But so there's like court gentry, born 1980, incarcerated 1995. And I was like, he's incarcerated when he was 15 years old. I totally missed that. I It stuck in my mind. Like, oh, my wow. And he's like, you killed a man because you needed to. And I was like, wait, so you're like basing your entire trust on a man who committed a crime when he was 15 years old mm. and you're like, this is the guy. That's the one. That's clearly his final form. I forgot about that whole conversation. So what it turns out is that it's his dad that he killed when he yes. was a kid. But we don't find that out till the end. Yeah. So it's like, well, if I found that out at the beginning, I'd have a lot more empathy for this character. I yeah. feel so much more connected to Ryan's character. Yeah. Also as well, I'm like, he's more psychopathic than mm. Chris Evans because, like, you killed your own dad. Yeah. And you're like, I did what I had to do. And it's like, mm, okay, boring. Your dad's a bad man. It's boring. Yeah. There's some inner conflict about that. There's something. At any point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <sighs> well, should we talk about things we liked? Yes. Before we wrap up? I really liked the scene of him getting out of the well. I that, that was really cool. Really cool. That was some MacGyver shit. I like that. Was, that. That's the unique thing. It's like, oh, that's something I haven't seen in the million action films that already exist. You mm. know, like more of that. Like if you're going to make some heisty chasing a secret agent around the world action movie, you've got to give us something new because it's mm. all been done before. So that, I liked the way that he like, yeah, flooded it so you could swim to the top yeah. and then exploded it. That yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. Um, but I mean, I liked when Chris Evans, uh, said that he was going to bang an ugly chick. I don't know. I, that's some inner stuff that I have to deal with. <laughs> I liked it. Nice. Not that I think I'm an ugly chick. I no, think to obviously. Chris Evans, I would be, obviously. <laughs> I think anyone who isn't. Selena Gomez. Sure. <laughs> is, is a two to Chris Evans. Yeah. 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 It's uh, a sliding scale. <laughs> <laughs> Although he did date a comedian. That's right, he dated Jenny Slate. Hey, hey, okay, let's not close this door completely. Maybe he's just desperate. (laughs) Maybe I'll take a desperate Chris Evans. (laughs) Fuck it out. Absolutely. Um, And I did like uh, the opening scene at the New Year's party. I thought that was really colorful, really cool. Oh, with all the balloons and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, and that was really nicely choreographed. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. Everything else was kind of a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you enjoyed? Um, not really. Okay. It was fine. You know what you might have probably enjoyed what? is when he shows off his tattoos on his forearms. Oh, I did like that. I did like that as Thank well. Thank you for that, Ryan. I do yeah. uh, very much appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> it's like they specifically they were like, because he could have had the tattoo further on his arm, That's but right. it was right on the forearm. It was forearm. I was like, do they listen to the pod? I- <laughs> Thank you so much if you do. Um, apologies for everything I've said for the last hour. Well, we're not besmirching them. No. Again, you guys did amazing. You did a gr- you had. great job with what you had and what you have. <laughs> 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 All right. So, Kylie, let us know what you liked about it. Because mm. you know what? This could, if you are after a movie that you don't have to, that you can just kind of watch, let wash over you, bit of a candy movie, like it's just a bit, it's lollies, right? Yeah. It's just, yeah. This is a good movie for that. So Kylie, let me know mm. if that's it for you or did we, did you see something that we missed? Yeah. Completely. Cause we did watch it at 9am on it a Monday a, morning. Was it just a sexual thing? Because I could, so this thing. is the thing, at nighttime, I'm like, this could just be. You know what? For the horniness. Yeah. Yeah, it really makes a difference when See, you, what time of day you watch a movie. This is what I'm thinking. This is at the start. We weren't sure, yeah. but I'm like, yeah, if it's nighttime, actually, and I'm watching Chris Evans and mm. Ryan Gosling just go at it and not having to pay too much attention, nearly kiss multiple times. I mean, 
see if they'd had that. That's a unique story point that well, I could have got her around. I mean, this ties into my next question. Alexia, mm. did this movie make you horny? It didn't, but it should have. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I'm at. What about you? I agree. Look, yes, I did discuss my one part of the movie that of I enjoyed at that point. Yes. But, yeah, I think if I watched it at night, it would have definitely made me horny. It was a soft horny. Yeah, okay. This is not – yeah, I sh- you should not be drinking coffee while watching this movie. Yeah. It should be wine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you recommend this movie on a date? No. Hmm. What do you think? If you're after something that you don't need to invest yourself in mm. at all, something that's just easy and colourful and looks nice, this is a good movie for that, yeah. which sometimes does work well on a date. Mm. But if you're trying to impress someone, absolutely not this movie. Yeah. Nope. Ratings. How many? I don't remember any of the movies. I know. I'm trying to think. Um, how, how many? many uh, pebbles in the shoe? That was a weird thing that came oh, up a yeah. couple of times. He's like, you're a pebble in my shoe. And then he took his shoes off because there was a pebble. <laughs> the kind of, that's an example of the depth of writing yeah. in this movie. Do you know what else like annoyed me just in terms of like, we've seen everything before just quickly, like the final scene where Chris Evans has the girl and he's like got her hostage and they're around the fountain mm. and Ryan walks in to the other side of the fountain. It's like the final showdown. Yeah. It's like that. It's a trope. It's a classic trope of an action movie, but they didn't even do anything new with that. All it was mm. was like Chris Evans doing his speech like, well, 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 finally we meet. And yeah. here's a few <laughs> like funny lines, innuendos and probably puns. Like mm. it's just, ugh, it was just so boring. Um, But I would give it a one out of five pebbles in my shoe. Right. Yeah. I this I'll, I'll very quickly forget about this film. What yeah. about you? I'll give it a two and a half. Mm-hmm. It wasn't complete trash. Mm-hmm. Uh. But, like, for the effort that – see, everything that the crew put into this. Yeah. Cinematography, editing. Yeah. The cast. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm. Well done, everyone. And then the writing and directing of it all, I was just – that takes off two and a half pebbles. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Cool. Well, all right. that was the grey movie – grey man. Grey <laughs> the, man? The grey man. Yes. <laughs> So even that, it's like, talk more about that. They only yeah. mentioned why he's a gray man really quickly. At the, anyway, mm. so we release episodes weekly, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want to keep up with us and what movies we are reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod and like our Facebook page, Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. You can chat to us there or shoot us an email at guide to Dude Cinema at gmail.com. And if you want to give back to the podcast in any way, shape, or form, we have our Patreon for $7 a month. We put bonus episodes out every single week. Uh, if you want to buy merch, we have merch at dudecinemapod.com. And also, if you want to do something completely free, leave us a five-star review. And in that review, let us know what movie a dude has told you to see, and we will review it for you. For you. All right, Alexia. Yes, my love. Everyone, especially Kylie, mm-hmm. akumite to you. And Rebecca, back to you on behalf of everyone, except for Chris Evans' mustache. <laughs> akumite to you and yours. Thank you.